It's transmutation time, energetic alchemy for an amazing life. Your past can stick with you, and most of the time it's subconscious. You don't even know that it's happening. Let Kelly Kay and Dr. Pat help bring your shadow into the light so you can begin to truly heal and grow. You have the power to shift your energetic ties to the past and thereby shift your life. Stop being stuck in your karmic patterns and transmute your pain or unhealthy ways of being into wisdom and joy. Are you ready to live a more conscious life, to act instead of react, to be present and balanced even in the face of challenges? It's time to turn trauma into transcendence. Transmutation time, energetic alchemy for an amazing life with Kelly Kay starts now. Hey everybody, welcome. That was the voice of Kelly Kay. I'm Dr. Pat and I get to take this amazing journey with Kelly. So here's what I want to say. We have got a great show for you. And the question around transmutation is one that is both intriguing and yet it's in our lives every day. And what you want to know and just a little bit about Kelly is that, you know, this is where you meet someone that in an awakening process, gets a sense of what their life path is, their purpose is, and then acts on it. Whether it's physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual challenges, this is what she does to help us all move forward in our lives. Think as self-empowerment. Think freedom from fear, especially today. Just think that right there now. Think the annihilation, my language, of self-limiting beliefs. And think about what she does so beautifully is that helps people get to that pure state of divine love and light. That is the state that has been our cosmic birthright in many, many lives. You're going to hear about what she does, her workshops. You're going to hear about her message. But today, this is her show and our introduction to her because we're talking about transmutation time with Kelly Kay, Energetic Alchemy for an Amazing Life. Kelly, we're here. Yay. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me, Dr. Pat. I'm so, so excited to be here. And I love everything that you were saying. It is our birthright to you know, live in a state where we feel like we're in flow, that we're connected, that things are going our way. And yet so many people seem to struggle to find that sweet spot, right? They feel blocked, they feel stuck. And the question is always, why? What can I do? Because often when we feel stuck, it's not obvious to us why, right? Yeah. It's, it's our familiar. It's what we're used to. We don't know how to get out of our own box, so to speak. So the, the art of transformation is really bringing in, you know, how do we transmute some of these energies that are making us stuck that we might not even be consciously aware of what they are. And then all of a sudden things start to change. Our thoughts start to change our emotions and then our outer life starts to change as well. And so this theme of change is really prevalent for people recently, it seems like. And I've been working with a lot of people who seem like it's either they feel stuck and they want change, but they don't know how to get there, right? Or change has been kind of 
thrown upon them <laughs> and it's maybe more than they expected or know how to handle. And these tools that we're going to be talking about in this podcast series are really invaluable for helping us be able to handle these changes that we either want or are coming our way with a sense of grace, with a sense of ease. And so I'm really excited to dive into all of this together. And I love this. And I love what we're talking about first. And I just gave people like a little short version of getting to know you because we're going to, people will get to know you as we continue the show. But I'll tell you, I learned about the word and then the energy of transmutation in the most strangest ways. Now, not that I hadn't experienced it in my life, but I was made aware of what was going on. And I did that it took me a long time to get there, just saying, yeah, right? Can, yeah. uh, like mo most people would say more than half of my life. But when I got there and I met my spiritual mentor, my first spiritual mentor, official one, nice, uh, was taking me on a 10-day vision quest. Mm. And what I learned is what you are going to help us understand today. You see, here's the question. Once we become aware of shifting, of changing, there's a level of care that if we had it about the process of transmutation, how powerful is that? Very. Right? Right. Absolutely. And people are looking for that, that really powerful change that can move things sometimes very quickly. How people's lives can look very different, you know, just a few months down the line when this powerful energy of transmutation comes into their lives. And that's a beautiful thing to be able to harness that so that, again, it doesn't feel like, you know, a tornado that's come in and upended everything in your world. It feels like a tool that you can utilize and you can master. And this, I feel like, was done more intuitively throughout human history when we were more connected to the land and nature, yeah. right? why you often see this concept of transmutation in shamanic practices, because when you're out in nature, it's everywhere, right? Transmutation is fire. It's the art of turning wood into warmth and light. And transmutation is leaves falling from the trees. You know, it's autumn right now, and the leaves fall into the soil, and they become soil. They turn into something else. That's yeah. transmutation. And so when you're out in that kind of more natural environment, you see it more clearly. You can utilize that more clearly. But I feel like as we've become more technologically based and we're inside of our houses and oh. everything, you know, it's very structured. We've kind of lost that that art of transmutation a bit that was so natural when we were yeah. out in the world. But that's what you're bringing to light for us. This is why we're so excited. I'm so glad we're doing the show. You and I have been working together on this and I'm just so like over the moon. Because one of the misconceptions has been for me, especially earlier in my life, is even the remote understanding of this. And okay, I'm going to, I said I wouldn't do it, but I just have to bring it up today <laughs> one more time. There is a, there, there are many things in the book that was written, many things, and there are a lot of books, but there were many things in the book that Frank Herbert wrote when he wrote Dune like a gazillion years ago. People think, oh, it's a movie now. No, 
Like he wrote this thing like in 65. And I went back to read it because I started to talk about a scene in the movie. And it's a transmutation scene. Mm. And people say to me, how is that transmutation? So here, I want to give it to you. Great. Because we don't see transmutation in this way. And this is the power of it. So there's this, a scene with young Paul. And he is told to put his hand in a box. And he is told that if he takes his hand out of the box, he will die. And in the other room is his mom, who is considered an alchemist, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And she is sending him this message. And the message that is being connected to him telepathically is, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it is gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear is gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Mm -hmm. And I thought about you for today. Because we don't see emotional energy as the beings of transmutation, do we? Now, if you follow that scene out, and I I, look, I'm not getting money to promote the movie. This is just (laughs) one scene, and it's in the book. But there's a lot in his book like this. He could have called this book something blank transmutation because it is full of this. But yet we don't see moving from fear to faith as that. Help us understand this from your perspective. And you are a master healer. So help us with this. Definitely. And I love Dune. Actually, I haven't seen the latest movie, but I read the book way back in the day. (laughs) And you're right. There is so much in there of of alchemy and of transmutation. And transmutation of fear is so, so key for this energetic healing process, for the emotional shifts that need to take place for people to really bring the change into their life that they're looking to see. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with, you know, mental affirmations and changing our thoughts, and but that can often only take us so far because our, our mental process is actually only about five to 10% of our being. And this has been studied by psychology that that's our conscious mind, right, is maybe only five to 10%. The rest of it, it's subconscious, it's energetic, it's deep buried emotions that we maybe haven't thought about for a long time. And often the core of it is fear. And that fear can show up in different ways. It doesn't necessarily have to look like a panic sensation. It can look like a resistance or, you know, a not wanting to change something because a fear of an unknown can be, you know, there too. And so we'll talk more about all the different ways that fear can kind of show up for people, but when they can actually have the courage to face it. And so I love that you brought up that scene because that is key. The courage to face the fear that's so, so important. And for a lot of people, they do all these techniques to kind of rearrange and make themselves feel a little better. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more, too, as we get into it. With But they don't face the actual core of the fear that's right. underneath it all. And that's so important. And, you know, I don't want to downplay the book because you read the book. I read the book. I read it before it was like a movie. It was given to me and it was so way over my head. You know, I was a kid that couldn't read and write at high school. So when somebody hands you a book like that, you're like, you're going to read it because it's so was part of 
what I loved about the supernatural. But when we come back from break, we're going to talk about what transmutation is. And why did my mentor challenge me? And I lost this bet, by the way. <laughs> I had a great spiritual mentor. What a trickster. I think her, I think her, her animal totem must have been the coyote. Why did it, why did I lose a hundred dollars to this woman? <laughs> what was the argument around transformation and transmutation that cost me a hundred dollars on the spot in the middle of getting ready for a sweat lodge? What was that that changed my entire perspective on change? I'm not going to talk about it all. I'm going to share the tidbit. But when we come back, this is about changing our lives. This is what Kelly Kate does. So what does transmutation mean to you? And by the way, in the movie, there's a whole lot of other visioning and emotional and other thing that goes on. Right, Kelly? I just pulled the mind part. But there's way more that's going on with Paul. Let's take a short break, everybody. We will be right back. Guess what? You don't need to wait until the new year to set new goals for yourself. Hi, I'm Joan Marlowe, the host of Awareness to Action, and I'm taking this concept to a whole new level. I've developed a program to take your awareness to action in 90 days. Let me introduce you to your day one. Day one can start any day you choose, so why not now? We will use powerful brainstorming, mastermind, visioning, and goal-setting techniques to open your awareness of what you really want in your life and take action with intention to get there. Choose to work with me one-on-one -on -one or in a small group. Let's connect, lift each other up, and hold each other accountable. I'm offering a free consult to design your program. Visit my site, peacefullyhealing.com, to connect with me, and let's find out when your day one will begin. Are you ready to experience full body system wellness? Tune in to the Empower Me Show with Pam Bright, a spiritual toolbox for your life. Embrace the fullness of who you are as a spiritual being having a human experience. Pam Bright is a multidimensional healer, light language channel, energy intuitive, and spiritual transformation coach. Join her for a rich conversation about how to unlock all your spiritual gifts. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Do you have traits of ADD or ADHD? It can be hard to meet society's expectations of productivity when traditional approaches to time management and organization don't work for your unique brain. You need customized strategies. In the ADHD Self Mastery Podcast with Bonnie Menku, you get concise, actionable solutions to help you modify your approach and achieve your goals. Learn more about Bonnie at thrivewithadd.com. As different layers of consciousness unfold in each show, you won't want to miss a second of this. Make sure to tune in to Transmutation Time, Energetic Alchemy for an Amazing Life, every month with Kelly Kay on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn more about Kelly and the show, visit www.EnlightenedMedicine.com. You have the power to turn trauma into transcendence. Come bring your shadow into the light so you can begin to truly heal and grow today. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright. 
every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I get to do this fabulous show with the most amazing Kelly Kay in Transmutation Time with Kelly Kay, Energetic Alchemy for an Amazing Life. We are talking about all things transmutation. By the way, if you have any questions for Kelly, just give us a call, 1-800-930-2819. You know, before we really get into what transmutation is, how do people find out more about you? How do they find out about some of the guided meditations you do? All of the above. Absolutely. So I have a website, enlightenmedicine.com, and that's the best source if you're curious about what I'm talking about and where I'm pulling some of this information from. You can learn more about the various trainings that I've had because I'm actually blending in a lot of various different teachings from different traditions. So I have studied Puna Hawaiian shamanism. Shamanism emphasizes transmutation quite a bit. And then I've studied an energy healing modality called New Paradigm Multidimensional Transformation. And it also brings in this really powerful transmutation energy. And I'm actually a certified teacher of that. I offer workshops on that. So if this is something that really resonates with you and you say, yes, I want to understand transmutation more for myself, I want to actually be trained in it, uh, I offer a few live workshops a year that people can you know sign up for if this is something that really resonates with you so please check all of this out I would love for people to know more about some of these trainings because again the the blending of what I've learned over the years has kind of culminated in what I do now and for example at first when I used to do more energy healing I feel like a lot of energy teachings you know are like clearing blocks and letting things go and that serves a certain purpose but it wasn't until i found this like new paradigm work and the huna hawaiian shamanism that you know something just really clicked where it was like you know sometimes you got to go deeper than that you really have to like transmute what has been sitting there stuck for so long that just it doesn't want to leave it doesn't want to be let go so absolutely look at my website if you're curious to know more And, you know, and please, thank you for doing that, because we're living in a time right now that understanding the power, and this is my language, please correct me if I say something out of line, but the power of transmutation is more than just enlightening. And here's how I lost 100 bucks, and then I want you to take it away and talk about it. I remember sitting there with her and arguing the case that change was just hard, because that's what I knew. Mm -hmm. That was my life. It's hard. It's going to take me years to do this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, whatever that is. And here I am in a vision quest, right? So this is like my first day. Now, I I will tell you by the 10th day, the end of it, I I took all that back. Okay. Yeah. But she said, what if I could prove to you right now in this moment that you're wrong? And this is in front of a whole group of people. And I said, sure, 100 bucks because that was me back then. And she just laughed. And she asked me to strike a match to the wood that was in front of us in the circle. Mm -hmm. And I did. And she said, that took you three seconds to change that wood into smoke and fire. 
Exactly. You owe me a hundred dollars. Okay, <laughs> take it away. But but you know, I was dumbfounded. Right. She was right. She was right. Absolutely. And that's what can happen inside of us that quickly. And fire is really one of the perfect metaphors. It, it's a powerful element used shamanically. You know, if you think about like the four elements of water and air and fire and earth, fire has one of the most powerful transmutation energies. And later on in the podcast, we're going to do a little exercise around that. Mm -hmm. But for now, just to understand it, that the wood represents, you know, anything in your life that you feel like has been a big challenge for you. And if you can imagine, again, what, you know, people, however many tens of thousands of years ago, before they knew how to harness that power of fire, I mean, what a gift that was for humanity, right? Like what a huge turning point to be able to start a fire as needed and to create light and warmth. But if you can try to imagine how, you know, for a long time that was difficult to even have a concept that this wood that's sitting there could all of a sudden be turned into light and warmth, right? It, it does almost seem inconceivable to the logical mind. How could this pile of wood become light and warmth? It doesn't seem you know, chemically possible, physically possible, but you need the match, you need the spark. And that creates the, the shift that allows everything else to happen. So same with energy work inside of yourself. Sometimes we're just missing that spark. And instead, we're focused on, well, what do I do with all this wood? Maybe it's like it's kind of wet and it's, you know, rotting and it's been there. And it's sitting, you know, in me for decades and I'm not sure what I'm even supposed to do with that. We've lost the skill of how do we get that spark? Because some people don't have the match, right? And that's like the missing key that they haven't been able to figure out what to do with all of this old kind of wet like rotting wood that and again that just represents any challenge any emotional trauma just anything that has happened to you that you feel like it's a pattern i always do this to myself you know i think things are going well and then boom um and that's kind of your kind of pile of wood right and so yeah. transmutation is it's the match it's the spark that says no we can we can do what we need to do and sometimes we do need to do some techniques beforehand to like dry out the wood so to speak right to get it ready to transmute oh yeah but when it's time when that thing is ready to change when it's ready to truly transmute into something it can be gone it can be and not just gone but it can be better a fire it, it was so crucial for life you know it warms you it cooks your food and that's transmutation at its core is that you're not only turning this this kind of heavy like rotting wood you're not just making it go away it's actually now it's nourishing you it's sustaining you it's helping you to build a better life and that's what we want to go for when we're doing really good energetic work with people yeah you know let's continue the conversation about this in another way and i just want to stay with this for a minute with you um, by the end of the 10 days there were many things that changed. Um, it, it, you can't even describe how they changed or what the, I mean, there's not enough time in the show, but that's the work you do. Um, and, 
and people have said to me, you know, Pat, that's just fire. But how about you? What did you see differently, tangibly? We need a tangible. Mm-hmm. And I said, here, let me give you the short version. Deathly afraid of bees, stepped into a beehive when I was a kid, stung almost all over my body. And my task was in this circle to wash dishes in the desert. And if you have ever washed dishes in the desert or had water of any kind, you will find that these, what I call fuzzy bees, go right to the water. And I never thought in a million years that I would be able to put my hands in a bowl and a sponge with hundreds of bees and wash the dishes. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to go into a long story about it. But she prepared me for it. I didn't get stung. They co-created dishwashing with me. They didn't move. See, isn't that what we're really talking about? It's not just about smoke. It's about how we change so that we can really have an amazing life, right? Isn't that the work you do? That's absolutely it. Yeah, this going with that analogy uh, you know, that the fire is is warmth and that you, like, I love the word you said, co-creating with the bees. All of a sudden, the environment that we're in is not our enemy. It's it's harmonious with us. The bees can be there and be harmonious with you. The, the wood can be there and it can be harmonious because it's actually bringing benefit to your life now. And the change can happen in so many ways. Like you said for people that at first it's almost like, they, they're not sure what change has just taken place inside of themselves until they start going out and living their life. And they realize that either it's their perspective, their emotional biases, their relationships all just start kind of shifting on their own and they don't have to work at it. It's not work. It just evolves in, in a really natural way. And it's almost like they can look back at themselves before the transmutation. And it's like, I don't even know if I recognize that person anymore, you know, who was she? Who was he? I feel so different than that. I feel so transformed that it's almost like a a rebirthing process for some people. So it's very, very powerful. And, you know, let's talk about letting go for a minute. Let's talk about where that comes in. Those two words are heard most often here, especially in the past 20 years. We're saying it more and more, but do we really understand what it means and the power and where it fits into transformation versus transmutation? Yeah, so I'm really glad you brought this up because I agree. A lot of people, they say, you know, just just let it go when there's a lot of self-help talk or changing your life. But the problem is if something really emotionally challenging has happened to us, it leaves like an imprint. It's like a thumbprint in our energetic field and it can stay as kind of an energetic cloud or a heaviness. Um, And again, another analogy is that maybe it's this like heavy stone that's kind of gotten like, you know, stuck inside of your field, so to speak. And a lot of people say, well, just drop the stone. Like, it's so easy. Well, just, you know, just drop it. And for there's so many problems with that. One, some people don't even know how to find all the hidden stones, right, that might be buried away. And so they're like, I'm trying, but I still feel like I'm dragging all these stones with me. I'm not sure what's going on here. And the other problem is, is that if we haven't cleared the energetic 
kind of like attachment to what's happened to us, that stone, even if we visualize, you know, or kind of act on letting it go, we open it up, we say, okay, I'm, I'm going to for, just forget about that moment in the past. I know it was painful, but I'm just going to let it go. There's still an energetic thread that kind of keeps us to that stone and it drags behind us. And if anything, sometimes it makes it harder to heal mm. Because now it's not even in front of you. You're like, no, I let that go. I, I don't even see it anymore, right? And it's kind of like behind you. And you have to turn around to acknowledge and realize, oh, wait, no, actually, it is still there. I'm just still kind of dragging it. So the energetic work is it's cutting that cord um, that ties us to that moment still. And, and that's transmutation. That cord can just, you know, poof be gone the stone can just poof be something else and we don't have to let it go per se um it, it just transforms it's not even something that we have to like think about anymore yeah i mean and turning things from one to the other we're going to talk about that when we come back and what that looks like you know what does it mean to have a visualization where you see something and 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 you literally visualize it in such a way that your place of knowing about it is so crystal clear. Are you ever surprised when you find yourself in the middle of an instant manifestation, a manifestation moment? You know, when something you've longed for immediately starts to show up, you maybe get an email, you maybe get a text message, or if it's like Jessica and I were talking about the other day and, you know, envisioning, you know, the creation and the future, and then all of a sudden you're holding a space for maybe crowdfunding for your business and you get a check in the mail over the weekend for $1,300 from who? The government? Yes. This is all part of what Kelly Kay is talking about. We're going to take a short break when we come back included in the conversation is healing. It is ancient. Transmutation and healing goes back before we could even write. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Kelly Gay. Are you wondering who you are meant to be in this ever-changing world right now? Kelly Kay is a certified new paradigm, multidimensional transformation energy healer, ready to assist you in this transformative process of expanding your consciousness. She helps you transmute your wounds and traumas into healing, growth, and wisdom, resulting in self-empowerment and freedom from fear. Visit EnlightenedMedicine.com to learn more. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Hey, look, some of us 
are outwardly successful, but inwardly feel unhappy and living a life lacking purpose and meaning. Well, The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer can help you discover what's important to you and how to reach out and go for it. For more information or to purchase the book, go to transformationtalkradio.com or go to carlgreer.com. We figured by the time we turned 50, we kind of had life figured out, but we were not prepared for the realities of midlife. Tune into And That's When I Realized, The Truth and Comedy of Midlife with me, Susan Dolce. And me, Leon Dyer, every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You're not alone in these challenges, and sometimes you just got to laugh. Find us at SusanDolce.com and LeonDyer.com. Want to ignite your best life full of joy, passion, and purpose? Then join me, Stephanie James, for The Spark, Wednesday nights, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and learn how together we can illuminate the world. Learn more on StephanieJames.World. The best is yet to come. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Transmutation Time with Kelly Kay, and I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to join Kelly on this journey of energetic alchemy for an amazing life. Um, we're going to be talking here about transmutation and healing, and, and that's powerful in your work. But how do people, again, find out more about what you do, and how do they stay on top of different offerings and workshops and things you're going to be doing? Absolutely. If you visit my website, enlightenmedicine.com, and it's a verb, actually, a lot of people type in enlightened medicine, oh. and it's actually enlighten um, with just an E-N medicine, because to me, it's it's an art, it's a process of finding this way through as we become, um, you know, working towards our more self-realization. So I did that on purpose. I don't pretend that any of us here, including myself, is already enlightened, right? Uh, but that it, it's a process that we can continue working through. So it's enlightenmedicine.com. And I have information on there on if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, or if you'd like to sign up for a, a newsletter, I send them out about once a month or so to keep people updated on what's going on. And and you're welcome to put in your contact information and I can you know keep you updated that way or you can see some of the workshops that I have coming up in 2022 I'm already done with workshops for the year but we'll have some dates uh, being put on there soon for the the new year which I can't believe is already coming upon us soon so absolutely please check that out if you're interested um you know, it's interesting. Um, I was I was thinking about this and I was thinking, I get these press releases that come across my desk and I always look at them and, you know, for, for different books that have come out. And, and there's a book that was just put out called 20 Festive Failures to Curb Your Appetite. <laughs> and I thought, what? 20 Festive Failures. And I thought to myself, Wow, that got my attention. See how quickly we are drawn to not 20 festive successes to curb your appetite. This is actually a book name, uh -huh. but festive failures, because see, we want to explore the failure nature of things so often. And yet at the same time, we really don't want to explore that. We really want the key 
to a solution. And sometimes that solution is healing and energetically you cannot see it. And I think that's been the key for so many. It's being drawn to that thing, which is going to get you from focusing on a rock to envisioning that rock as a diamond. Absolutely. Right. Right. And the, the methodology works across the board, but healing, healing is the biggest, I think, the biggest gift we have to understanding transmutation and healing. It is powerful, right? It is. And we're all capable of it. And I really want to emphasize that, you know, I've been studying this and working with it with patients and clients for over 10 years now. But that doesn't mean that I'm the only one that can work with the power of transmutation. So I really want people to understand that this is something that you can already start to use the basics of the concepts of in your own everyday life. And if something is, you know, really from your past, absolutely, you can seek out a professional to help you through it. But there are certain things that we can already begin to do in our everyday world that incorporate the the process of transmutation. So I'd love to go here to an analogy, to a metaphor of kind of redesigning maybe a room in our house. And this is something that I think a lot of people can relate to where maybe there's a room that you haven't used much in a while. It might be a spare you know, office slash junk room or spare bedroom that stuff just kind of gets dumped into. And that can happen for years or decades. And this is a metaphor for all of our kind of unprocessed emotions and our stuff from our past that maybe we haven't wanted to think about or we haven't had time. And it's normal. We just kind of like throw it in the spare room. And yet after a while, right, it starts to feel stressful. Like you you walk by it and you look in that room and you're like, I can't do this anymore. Like this is, right, this is starting to bother me. And you realize it's kind of like pulling down the energy of your whole place that you're living in. So finally, you look in there, you're like, all right, it's time for a change. And this is where, again, I feel like a lot of people are at right now, just in our world right now of kind of recognizing it's time for a change. But then... It can feel overwhelming. It can feel like, gosh, what do I do? All this stuff has been accumulating for years. I don't even know what half of this is anymore. And so we have to kind of decide, you know, do we want to go the slow healing route of I'm going to, you know, sort through every little item. I'm going to sit with it. I'm going to have to process it. And to me, that's kind of the, the older way of going about healing. Like you said, before your big realization of the power of transmutation, you're like, change is hard, change is slow, but no, it doesn't have to be. So if we bring, you know, the power of transmutation into this room, it can be a different process. And again, some people, you know, they start working on maybe rearranging their room by, you know, organizing it a little differently, tidying it up, maybe, you know, getting rid of one old piece of furniture and bringing in a new one. And again, that that can serve a certain level of like, okay, we're dealing with it at least, right? We're looking at it. But a lot of energetic healing, I feel like it stops there. And on the surface, the room can look a little bit more appealing and that's fine. But underneath, you know, that room might still have memories. Like you walk by that room and maybe you remember an ex uh, relationship that 
did not go well. And that ex-partner used to sit in that room and even though you've repainted it and you, you've shifted the furniture around and you've started sorting through some of the junk, it still carries the energy of maybe things that happened in that room that you're like, I don't want to remember that. I don't want to think about that ex-partner every time I walk by this room. So sometimes we need to go even deeper into transmuting the energy that that room holds. And sometimes it is radical change. I mean, sometimes it's like we're knocking down a wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're putting in a window where there wasn't a window before. We're maybe opening it up so that it becomes more of a sunroom than an office. I mean, that's transmutation is saying, you know what, it doesn't even have to be this little spare room anymore. It can be something magnificent. You can, you know, turn it into sort of your, your garden or something, right? That you open it up and you put plants in it and it becomes something completely different where that old energy of the memories or whatever happened in that room now it's gone because you have started from scratch you have turned it into something that it wasn't even before and that's the beauty of transmutation you know let's talk about it from um uh, let's just go back and talk about why it is so important for us to understand the power of it because it's it, the history of it and its association with healing and the healing path are ancient and they go back you know to the beginnings of civilization and what we learned about that in order for our species to even survive right Mm -hmm. And and that's the kind of thing, right, where you talk about experiencing transmutation and al alchemy within, and you're going to take us on an experience with that. But for you, you see this every day. You see this powerful, powerful thing. But resistance, what did the board say? Resistance is futile. But <laughs> bottom line is we want to resist, resist, and resist, right? Oh, Isn't that what you help people with as well? Absolutely. Yeah, the resistance is there. Some people are afraid of change because the fear of the unknown is a very, very common fear of the ego mind, we would say, in spirituality. The ego would rather cling to what's familiar, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's painful, rather than take a risk because the, the mind says, well, maybe it might be worse, but we forget to listen to the part of the mind that says, but maybe it might be better. And maybe it might be a hundred times, a thousand times better. But instead, a lot of people listen to that kind of voice of fear of, uh, -uh but I, I don't know if I can take the risk of, of not knowing which way it's going to go. And that's where if you have more practice with it, the, that fear can start to diminish and you can say, you know what, I'm going to do this in a way that there's actually a lot less chances of anything, you know, going worse. It's going to move into a better place and when it's done consciously and again sometimes with the help of like a healing professional right yeah we direct it in a way that we're not even worried about it really getting worse right we're, we're like no we can see that it's going in this direction that it's it's going to be better and a lovely analogy for this time of year with that is like the leaves falling from the trees right and yeah they need to fall and we can't cling we can't try to make those leaves hang on all winter long then there's no space 
for the new fresh leaves to come forward next spring. And yet some people, they do, they cling to those old brown leaves, you know, because that's all they know and that's what's familiar to them. So one of my roles is to assist people in energetically kind of like breaking that, you know, that tie to that leaf, so to speak, right? And saying, it's okay. It's okay to like, let this change happen. It might feel unfamiliar at first. It might feel daunting. That's normal. But when you really step into it and allow it to happen, you know, wow, what can blossom from that, right? And I think what's so fascinating about what you just shared about the leaves is for a really long time, I didn't understand the process until it was explained to me again by Sedonia that, you know, the tree determines when. It's not about the cold or it's not about whatever story we come up with. The trees know exactly when to start the process, how quickly to go through the process. And even if you have like a horrific storm, you may not see the leaves come down from the tree. It's so fascinating to see the end of the process, right? Yeah. You know, the knowing of the process, the tree doesn't say to itself, oh, I don't think I'm going to trust myself to really let go of these leaves. No, yes, it knows. Isn't that part of healing, too? Because you're going to help us with an experience of what does it really feel like? How do we create this alchemy within as if we were that tree? Absolutely. Yes. I, I love what you share there about that. To me, I call it divine timing right that some things are meant to go in their own way to change in their own way in their own timing and sometimes it can't be forced before it's ready and and that is a good point too you know i do have some people that are like i want i want change i want it now um sometimes you know if it's still midsummer no it's not time for that leaf to fall yet right it would be futile and so uh, there is a surrendering process into recognizing that the soul does have to kind of reach this point of being ready to say, okay, now I I really am fully ready to embrace whatever change is coming my way. And then I feel like my role as the healing facilitator is to open up the gateway so that when it is time, it happens just easily and naturally without resistance, without difficulty. And it can just be that that fast spark when the time is right. And so, yeah, I'd be happy to lead people through a quick visualization exercise here. Yeah, just kind of a little, you know, meditation almost, although I don't sometimes like to use the word meditation because I feel like people think you have to sit, you know, in some kind of Zen posture and you don't have to do that. It's more just if you're not driving, of course, you might close your eyes, you might just take a couple deep breaths and allow yourself to picture what it might feel like, for example, to be coal undergoing the transmutation process of becoming a diamond. And imagine yourself to be kind of like inside the earth and you're feeling pressure around you. And sometimes this pressure can feel like it's coming from all sides. And again, I'm sure many people can relate to this feeling of pressure. Maybe it's a pressure of, oh, I dread going into work every day. And it feels like a pressure on your chest or a relationship that hasn't been going well. You're not sure if you should stay in it or leave it. And it can feel like a pressure 
on you. And all these different pressures, some we can control, some we can't. Sometimes we have to take care of an ailing elderly family member, for example, and we don't you know, have another option there. And there's all these pressures and duties of life and they can all come together in a way that can feel like, oh, how can I possibly withstand this pressure? And this is where some people are afraid they're going to crack. But instead of it going that direction of like, oh no, this is going to crumble me. This is too much pressure. We pull in the energy of transmutation. And we say to that pressure that's all around us, I'm not going to let you break me. I am going to utilize this pressure to become something brighter. And you can allow the pressures of, of what is in your life or what you've been through to actually bring out the light inside of you to create something even more magnificent in your life. And you can take that pressure and you can say, I am using this to become a diamond. And let yourself feel or visualize or imagine that there is now a diamond forming inside your heart, inside your chest. And this is your divine light. And it is getting brighter from the pressure. It is getting stronger. The diamond is gaining more clarity and more strength. And as I'm sure you know, diamonds have you know some of the strongest material on earth. That is what you are becoming with any of the pressures that you have been through or are currently going through. And we bring an array of divine light into this diamond for you now so that you can remember that even if it feels like you're under pressure or you're, you know, you're under this place in the earth where it's dark and you don't know the next step forward, there is still a light that can shine in your heart and that light can guide you out of this place of pressure. And again, this is the divine timing. We don't know when always it's going to culminate, but at one point that diamond is solidified and then you're ready. You're ready to not be under that pressure anymore. And you can imagine that you are now emerging from the earth. You're escaping all of that pressure and you are in the sunlight and you are sparkling and you are beautiful. And this again is where you almost look back and you don't recognize that past version of yourself that was the coal under the pressure. You have totally changed your molecular structure. You've changed your energy so much. You've become something entirely new. And that's a beautiful, process um, that you can utilize anytime if you're feeling those pressures of life becoming overwhelming I encourage you to use that visualization um, to help transformation within you to help that transmutation process go along it's a very powerful exercise first of all let me just thank you for today and helping us understand that each of us has this power within us and I think one of the great lessons of my life is understanding that there are just some things 
that I, I wasn't able to do alone. You know, growing up really independent, there is a place that I think you get to where you realize it's so much easier if I work with somebody that really can guide the way. Mm-hmm. That's been the greatest lesson, I think, of my life, in this lifetime, at least. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're saying to people is, you know, look, this is something that not only you have you discovered, but this is your life's work and your life's purpose. Absolutely. And what you're doing is really helping folks open a door. Yes, to understand that there is a way out from that place, you know, yeah. of the pressure, right? And because absolutely, sometimes we don't know how to get out of that place ourselves. And it can be really useful to have a guide, to have someone to show you the path uh, back into the light, so to speak. So I'm happy to assist anyone that feels like they just need a little help and wow. guidance. Um, again, would you please let folks know how they can find out about you. Also, there's a way on your website for them to also stay in touch with you and get updates on things that you're doing. Can you let folks know about that again? And how do they schedule time with you? Yeah, so on my website, it's enlightenmedicine.com. And you can put in your contact information, you can put in your email and your phone number, and I'm happy to reach out to to you directly. And right now to schedule, actually uh, filling out that form is the easiest way to go. And then I'll reach out to you so we can come up with a time together. My schedule is a little bit full right now, but I'm always happy to make room for people that feel like they're ready to do this work and we can just talk, figure out a time that might work because I love to work on people, you know, work with people one-on-one. That's my favorite way. I don't like the big group events where it's a little more generic. This is a way that I get to tailor the work to exactly what you need. I love it. Thank you so much, Kelly. Kelly Kay, everybody. One last question, if you don't mind. I would love to know your personal message. I would love to know what you want to leave us with today. Anything can heal anything, no matter what we've been through, no matter how challenging, anything can transmute. Please remember that. And boy, there's more to come, more stories, more ways for us to explore, as you say, this beautiful alchemy, these things where you watch in front of you, fear transmute into an application to a school that turns into failure to success, denial to acceptance, and how to manifest these things as we clear what's within, just the way you described. I love it. And I will never make another $100 bet like that. (laughs) That was my last. And I got to tell you, at the end of the workshop, at the end of the vision quest, and we're all dirty and whatever, Sedonia's like, where's my hundred dollars? <laughs> she held you to it. I love Ten it. days, I totally forgot about it. Thank you for listening to Kelly Kay and Dr. Pat on Transmutation Time, energetic alchemy for an amazing life. Showing up to life in a healed present way is the best gift we can give ourselves. Healing creates smoother family dynamics, better professional opportunities, and an easier time in romantic relationships. So what are we waiting for? Learn more about Kelly and what she does by visiting enlightenmedicine.com. Don't forget to tune in next time on transformationtalkradio.com to turn your trauma into transcendence. Thank you.